0: how we can normalize the most abnormal thing that hopefully any of us have to deal with in our entire lives. In a time of crisis, oftentimes we look for more complicated answers than we need to. You're listening to Beyond Leadership. I'm your host, Sarah May Chipchensky, and I want to use the lessons I've learned from 15 years of leadership experience in business, politics, nonprofit, and the military to help you break through the BS of everyone else's expectations so you can lead as your authentic self. Join me every week as I give you tangible ways you can have more influence, more cohesion, more innovation, and more peace of mind when you lay your head down at night. Because leadership is about so much more than just leading. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey y'all, welcome to the Beyond Leadership podcast. So today I want to talk about something that has been on my mind and on my heart for quite a while now, and that is seriously simple things that we can do as leaders to normalize this absolute shit show of a situation that we all find ourselves in, this whole pandemic thing. How we can normalize the most abnormal thing that hopefully any of us have to deal with in our entire lives. But I want to start out and preface this entire episode By saying, I'm not even going to pretend to be an expert on how to pandemic or how to quarantine. I've been working damn near every single day through this entire thing, oftentimes a lot longer than what I would consider normal hours because of the nature of my work. So I don't understand firsthand what it's like to be stuck working at home trying to take care of the kids, get the snacks, clean the lunch, put them down for a nap, do the homeschool, and do a full-time job, all while leading your team. I, I will be the first to admit, I have not had that experience. I do, however, understand trying to get a team to regroup and collaborate during a pandemic from different places. And I'm talking... Yes, physical places, but also places that a Zoom call can't reach. Not just the physical, but the mental and emotional places as well. So I want to talk basically about two things here. How you can support your team's work, and then how you can support your team mentally and emotionally to get through this pandemic. And like I said, we are talking simple basic solutions right now. But in a time of crisis, oftentimes we look for more complicated answers than we need to. We look for these grandiose ideas as leaders, these new exciting things that we can do to to lead through the crisis, and it is more often the simple things that we don't even think to think about that are the right answer. I'd urge you to go into this with an open mind and an open heart instead of thinking simple, no, that would never work for me. Uh, these, these easy ideas, that's bogus. We need to do something new and exciting. I'm going to go ahead and caution you against that real quick. Take a couple minutes. See how you can implement these changes in your organization because i guarantee if you are not doing these simple things the the very introduction of them is going to change the outlook of your people it is going to make them respect you more as a leader and it's going to humanize you there is something to be said for having a leader who is a human, not a leader who is a damn robot. So let's dive in. All right, so first let's talk about how you can support your team's work, right? Because that's what affects the bottom line. And at the end of the day, every organization has a bottom line. They have a financial goal or a a work goal that they need to meet. I get that. So let's start there. The first simple thing that I think that you can implement is team huddles. And I am 1000% against a meeting for the sake of having a meeting. But if you have a team huddle where you're discussing new training, where you're discussing Priorities at work, you're giving your team an outlet to discuss any issues that they're having. Not just issues with the work, but like, you know, maybe I have a connectivity issue with my internet at home and I need to switch providers. Is that something that we can accommodate? Or is, you know, this program isn't working for me. Can we switch to Zoom? Simple things like that are going to be aired at these team meetings. It also gives you the opportunity to address your team as a whole, like you may have been able to do when everybody was in the office. Maybe your team is in the process of coming back to work and some people are in a physical office and some people are working remote. Maybe you work a network marketing business and your team has never been necessarily in the same place at the same time in the first place and you're used to this, but maybe you can add a couple of things to those team huddles for the sake of this pandemic, for the sake of this crisis that the entire world finds itself going through right now. So I have a friend who uh, I work very closely with who holds team huddles every Monday morning. And she has had immense success with her team because of these hour-long calls. So not only do they do hour-long calls every Monday morning where they discuss you know, their, their priorities at work, where are the numbers on this, this, and this, who's taking care of this for the week, who is out of the office, when are you out of the office, who's available to do what during when, uh, who's covering down on this responsibility of this person who's going to be out of the office, but she also hosts regular training meetings where they're taking that opportunity to have someone on their team become a subject matter expert on a topic and then go ahead and train that to the rest of the group so that everyone can share in that knowledge. And like I said, she has seen incredible success with this format. And it's actually something that uh, I am trying to implement with my team in our office. Uh, Still have a lot of learning to do, but We are getting there. So the next way that you can support your team's work, and this is going to sound like a no-brainer when I say it, but flexible hours. Work to a standard, not to a time hack. I would be willing to bet and place money on it that if you have a client, your client doesn't ask you, how long it took you to provide a product. Your client just cares that the product was created and that it got to them, completed, to standard. They don't care if you put in five hours or 40 hours to complete this product. Now, maybe you're a lawyer and you have billable hours and then just forget everything I just said because... Your people care how many minutes you work. But for the most of us, the vast majority, we need to complete a product. We don't need to complete X number of hours in an office. We're working not just for the sake of working. Chances are, if you've ever been in an environment where you are working in an office, you know as well as I do that of your 40 hours a week, you spend... Let's call it 25 doing actual work. And the other 15 you're reading the news, scrolling Instagram, walking around to go get water or coffee or waste time. Because you're more efficient than a 40 hour work week. And on this note, I will say that if you have ever said as a leader or as a boss that your organization is family-friendly, now is the time to put your money where your mouth is. You cannot claim to have a family-friendly business or organization and expect someone who has children to be working full-time, nine to five, from home, potentially without child care, and still getting the same amount of work done in those same work hours as they were when their kids were at daycare or in school and they were in an office. It is a completely unreasonable expectation. There are businesses right now that are failing... Because they are not willing to be flexible with their work hours, specifically with their employees who have families. Those businesses might never recover, especially because those employees are going to then take a look at their friends who have jobs that uh, their employers allow them to work from five to eight in the morning, from noon to two, and then from 7 to 10 p.m. Is it broken up? Yeah, but those are the employers that care about the work product and that standard and not necessarily the time. And if you are one of those people that has a family, one of the easiest ways to show that you support your team members and your employees that also have families is to model that family responsibility. Say, yeah, from two o'clock in the afternoon to five o'clock in the afternoon, we're doing homeschool. Set those boundaries, like I talked about a couple of episodes back. Stick to yours and encourage your team to do the same. Affirm their behavior and model it through your own That's going to signal to them that not only is this okay, this is the new standard. This is how we get through this thing. And that's one of those things that's going to humanize you. It seems so simple to be flexible with your work hours. Allow your team to be flexible with their hours. To model that, yes, family is a priority. You've said it for years. Show it. Now is the time to prove that you actually believe in what you've been saying for the past however many years. And that's going to go an incredibly long way in point number two, which is supporting your team mentally and emotionally. If you allow your team to create those boundaries to mark what's important to them and to do both things, you're going to have infinitely happier employees. If you try to force them into this box this normative box of doing things how they've always been done pre-pandemic, it's going to increase the stress level, it's going to diminish their mental health, and it's quite frankly probably going to make them want to quit your organization. So if you know your team, if you've taken opportunity before now to actually get to know your people, just ask them what they need. Do you need time off? Do you need to flex your hours? Do you need help finding childcare? What do you need? And if you don't know your people, for the love of God, please get to know them. This is going to help you, not just in the long run as an organization, but it's going to allow you to help them better. It's going to help build a, a sense of camaraderie, which, believe it or not, can be done over Zoom and from afar. You can get that team cohesion, that collaboration. Good god, collaboration is the buzzword right now, especially with people in all different locations doing all different things, working all different hours. We still want to collaborate, right? How in the hell are we supposed to collaborate with people that we don't know and we don't Have anything in common with, and we might not get along with on an interpersonal level. It's going to build that camaraderie, getting to know your people. I'm also going to talk again right here about flexible hours, not just flexing their hours and their work time, but supporting time off. Right now is the perfect time for people to be taking vacation. Maybe, no, they're not going to Disney World to go on their vacation. However, there are still plenty of things for them to do, even if it's just take a break from work. That's more than a a two-day weekend where they might feel an obligation to check email or be on the phone or have whatever other obligations that they have. Give them an opportunity and let them know that you support them taking time away from work. Encourage them to take those weekends Away from work. And moreover, look at their goals, their projects, their deadlines, and don't be afraid to have discussions that end in those things changing. If because of the, the current circumstances, someone is away from the office or teleworking or part-time in, part-time out, whatever the case may be, I know that there's a a hundred different ways that this can look for a hundred different people. But take a close look at those goals. Figure out what needs to be adjusted. What deadlines can be shifted? What deadlines cannot be shifted? What can be tabled for later because it's not the priority right now? Doing this is perfectly fine so long as... These new goals, these adjustments are being communicated. Dare I say, over-communicated at times. With everybody in different places, physical, mental, emotional places, communication is key. Because without communication, there's no collaboration, there's no way to move forward. And sometimes it may feel like over-communication, But if you simply acknowledge that right now what's happening is not normal because life isn't normal, people are going to understand that and they're going to be more willing to over-communicate. Maybe you have a task tracker and an email chain and a daily call or a weekly call, a synchronization meeting, something that might feel like over-communication. But when you can't all be in the same location, when it's not a, like, leaning back in your chair saying, hey, what's the progress on XYZ Project? Oh, yeah, we talked about it and here's what I think. When you can't do that because you're not in the same room or the same office building or you don't have a phone system where you can just dial three numbers and you get to somebody's desk, overcommunication is... Perhaps, unfortunately, going to be the new norm, but it is much easier to send an extra email and to, to get the point across or to get the information than it is to have to call somebody on their off hours or wonder if a project is done. It helps create transparency. And I think at the end of the day, we need to be two things as leaders, especially in a crisis, which this is. We need to be transparent, and we need to have empathy. Transparent in that we need to show that we are learning with our people. Now is not the time to read all the books and get all the answers and put together a fancy presentation and present your findings to your team in three months. In three months, you are going to be in a completely different spot. Who knows what the world is going to look like. And in three months, you are too late. If you are waiting until you have the answers, you are flat out wrong. You need to be transparent daily. Show your team you are in this with them, that you are learning with them, that you are leading maybe just a half a step ahead but you are in it with them. It's going to show you have empathy. It's going to show that you understand what they're going through, that you're going through it too. And that's where the humanness is going to come in. When all of this is over, I think we are going to see a stark difference between the teams who were able to come together, the teams who had leaders who were empathetic, who are transparent, who are willing to be flexible and to accept this new abnormal norm. And the leaders who wouldn't budge. The leaders who said, yeah, I know it sucks. We're all going through the same thing. Get over it. And hopefully it's hard to believe, but those people exist. Or the people who think that their situation is more dire than anybody else's people deal with stress differently. How we as leaders can help our people deal with stress comes down to supporting their work, supporting them mentally and emotionally. If in your conversations you find that they need resources for mental or emotional support, there are free resources out there and there are more things popping up every day in the midst of this pandemic. Show that flexibility. Show the empathy be transparent and lead with them. And I hope that you find yourself at the end of this on the right side, the side with more cohesion, more trust, and with a team that wants to stick it through with you. Because if if you can make it through this pandemic, come on, how bad could 2021 be? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.